0: Welcome to the third episode of In the Paint, the best NBA podcast out there. I'm your host, Lex Osborne-Adams, and let's get into it. Okay, we are here. Big stuff has happened in the NBA over the last uh, last week or so. Um, obviously, with the coronavirus, the league being suspended has been affecting everyone, so before I even start this episode, I wanna I want to just wish you all the best and uh, take this virus seriously, uh, wash your hands, do all the things that the professionals recommend you guys to. I just want all you guys stay safe, social distancing, and yeah, let's get on to the NBA part of it. So, NBA suspending its games because Rudy Gobert contracted the. Uh, contracted? Yeah, contracted the coronavirus. N- now, if I'm right, yeah. Yeah. Here it says uh, on the NBA app, it says that Donovan Mitchell also contracted it, which is crazy. They're two. Mm, yeah, they're two best players. Two best players have contracted it. So, if. If they uh, if they end up resuming the season, that will I think that will probably hurt them because these two men have been sick. Uh, I want to wish Rudy Gobert the best because <laughs> I know someone who works for the Jazz. So yeah, I just don't. I really hope my I, the person I know who works for the Jazz doesn't have it. He he's a very nice guy, but. Enough about me. Let's keep on with the NBA. So, if they do end up resuming the NBA, I'm not sure how they would do it. I'm guessing they would go straight to the playoffs. I think that would be the most time-efficient option because they still have to get the offseason in, the signings, the tradings, the draft, uh, all of that stuff in there. So, if if the teams were to be playing like they are right now, I would say the Clippers would win the NBA Finals against the Bucks, And the Lakers would be in the Conference Finals against the Clippers. And I think, mm, I don't know. Or, I think, wait, what's the Clippers right now? I'm pretty sure they are the, let me just look this up real quick. Uh, I think they're the second seed. If they're not, that might be the Jazz. I'm not positive, though. So, if they aren't, then uh, for the um, Western Conference, they are the second seed, like I thought. So, yes, I think they'll meet in the finals, or the conference finals, and the Clippers will end up winning because they have all the depth with recent trades and signings, whatever, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. That's not the most interesting part of this. So, what do I think about the award races? I think Giannis will win the MVP, leading his team. Giannis is such an impactful player, averaging so many points this season. Great player. I think LeBron, it won't be unanimous unanimous like earlier in the season, like how earlier in the season some people were thinking. Uh Defensive player of the year. I would love to see Rudy Gobert win it again because I am a personal Rudy Gobert fan. I love defense. Uh, I love defense. And I, I don't think it would be him. I think it will either be Giannis or Anthony Davis. If I were to put my my, my finger on I would say Anthony Davis if Giannis is already winning the MVP. But I don't know. I think they both have a fair chance of it because Giannis alters all those shots under the rim just like Anthony Davis does. I think Anthony Davis is probably getting more blocks, but still, I think it can go either way because Giannis has, I would say, a little bit more perimeter versatility than Anthony Davis does. Even though Anthony Davis can defend players on the perimeter, uh, Coach of the Year is either going to go to Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse, I think probably Nick Nurse. I think, uh, yeah, pro- probably Nick Nurse because of how he he bounced back. From how he bounced back from being from losing Kawhi and still has them at the second seed, I think Nick Nurse will have a chance at winning the award. Uh, uh most improved player, we have some contenders like Devontae Graham, just huge jump up to 18 points from like whatever he was averaging, like two, six, whatever, huge jump. Brandon Ingram being an All Star, Bam is somewhere in there. I don't think he's gonna win it, but Bam maybe. Uh, but who I really think is gonna, mm, I think Brandon Ingram's probably gonna win it. Yeah, I'm. I put my money on Bi. I put my money on Bi. And speaking of players making jumps, Aaron Gordon, you need to make your jump, man. I I was I really believed in you, but you. If you're not going to make your jump soon, then people are going to stop stop believing you. I think there's some people who have. I still believe that you can be uh, a better-than-average uh, better player in this league someday, but you need to make that jump soon. Uh, same with you, Ben Simmons. You are a great defender, great facilitator, great ball handler. Just get a mid-range jump shot. Just get a mid-range jump shot, okay? Uh, so, most improved player for me goes to B.I., great big jump, in rookie of the year. I think, for me, this is probably the tightest race, because I think Zion has played, what, 18 games, 19 games, something like that, where Ja's played, like, 40, uh, what, what, 60-something games? I'm not sure. Ja, Jha. His team, at has played, like... Yeah, like 60 games, like 60-something games. So however many games he's played, he's played much more. So do you want to go with how good Zion's been? Because I guarantee if Zion would have been here from the beginning of the season, Zion would be definitely would be the rookie of the year. But we haven't seen him produce at a high level, like how we've seen Ja Morant produce at a high level for as long. So I think personally it would be – I think personally Ja Morant will win it. But I think ugh, this, this is really tough. This is really, really tough. I think, I don't know. I think it could go really either way. I would like to see Jaw win it, but I'm not sure if they'll give it to him. I think Josh should win it because uh, it's not longevity, but consistency for a long t- period of time is everything. And Zion just hasn't done that yet. It's not Zion's fault but he just hasn't. That's the reality. Um, so yeah, that's my little portion on my predictions for the for this season if the coronavirus uh, Corona if Corona's okay, if Corona c- gets cut off and and we get back to basketball, I really hope we do um, been watching a lot been watching some 30 for 30 since there are no basketball games on. And yeah, I will be right back and we'll be get, get to today's main part. Main part of today's episode. I right, see ya. And we are back with, a, uh, with our main portion of today's episode. And that is top 15 players list being reacted to. Uh, this is written by uh, Bleacher Report. So, uh, let me check when this is written. This was and this and the link to this thing will be on the, to this list will be in the description. It was said it was written in September of twenty nineteen, so not too long ago. So it's still fair rankings, and this is actually a top fifty list, but we're only going to be talking about. Let's actually talk about the top twenty-five, just to just to get give us some um, give us some more thickness, <laughs> give us some more. More stuff to talk about. Okay. So 25, Scotty Potty Pippen. I think this is an okay placement for him. I'd like to see the players that come before him first. I think he could be a little bit higher, possibly. Maybe. I don't know. I was. It's hard to rank these guys, think about these guys first. But I think... Scotty could be a little higher. Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor, Scotty Pippen. I would take Scotty Pippen over Elgin Baylor. Considering the time period and everything. Even though Scotty only only averaged 16 a game and they their face value numbers, Elgin looks like he's a much better player. But considering the time periods, uh championship success, I just think I think I'd take Scotty over Elgin Baylor. So I already think Scotty should be behind this list. Moses Malone. I think this is a little bit low for Moses Malone, personally. Uh, Sixers player, so a little bias there. No. I like the Sixers, though. Julius Irving. Okay. Okay. This, I'm already about to have a problem with this list. This is way too low for Moses Malone and Julius Irving. I think Julius Irving's... Is at least top 20. At least top 20. At least top 20. Dwayne Wade, at least top 20. Mm. I think Dwayne Wade could be top 20. Uh, next we have Carmelo. Malone. Carl Malone. Uh, we don't roll with this man on our channel. He did some really bad stuff on our um, podcast. He did some really bad stuff, but... He's a great basketball player. I think I think Carmelo's definitely a top 20 player of all time. Charles Barkley. Yeah. Charles Barkley 19. Uh 18 Jerry West. I think this is a bit high for Jerry West. I think I'd I think I'd say that Julius Erving and Moses Mullen are definitely better than Jerry West for to put it that way. Dirk maybe a little bit low for Dirk. Uh, I think he's Kevin Garnett, hmm, Dirk or Kevin Garnett? I would say Dirk. It's Kevin Garnett, at sixteen. I would say Dirk. I think I would take Kevin Garnett. I'm not sure. Depending on what you need, you'll take. I think I think this is this is okay. This is pretty good. I think that's pretty good. Kevin Durant over Dirk. And Kevin Garnett and Julius Irving for scoring. I'm guessing for scoring versatility, being so basically seven feet tall and being able to shoot like Stephen Curry, which is like not really fair. Hmm. I don't, I think Kevin Durant's better than Julius and Moses. Not so sure about Chuck. Yeah, he's better than Chuck. KG and Dirk. Yeah, actually, now thinking about who's on the list, and but is he better than? Hmm. Mm, mm. Yeah, he, I I think this is a good spot on the list for him. After considering it, Kobe at fourteen. Oh wow. Um. I wouldn't say this is especially low for Kobe, but – or, yeah. I I think he's top 10. I think he deserves to be top 10, but let's see who's above him. Hakeem, top 10 player again. David Robinson. I think this is a bit high for David. David, I think David would be good at, like – I think he's better than Kevin Durant, so I think 14 would be a good spot for David. And at 11, Oscar Robinson yeah, i'm am okay with that. Ten, Steph. Steph Curry's at number ten. I think Steph Curry's top twenty five definitely, but I don't think he's number ten, considering how he ha- he's only been this sensation for what? six, seven years, or whatever. I think he'll he'll be top fifteen someday, but I think he, it's not yet. I think Julie Serving deserves to be above Steph Curry. Charles Barkley deserves to be above Steph Curry. Kevin Durant deserves to be above Steph Curry. A lot of those Hakeem Olajuwon deserves to be above Steph Curry, definitely. Wilt Chamberlain. I'm I don't I'm not really a big Wilt fan. Averaging 30 points, 22 rebounds. 30, 30 points and 22 rebounds. 30 points and 22. That is a lot. <laughs> but I'm not the biggest Will fan. I think Hakeem should be higher than Will. I think Moses. No, Mo, Will's better than Moses. I think Kyla, I would take KG over Will. Definitely. Bill Russell. I think I'd take Hakeem over Bill Russell. That's interesting. Tim Duncan. Ooh, this is... Afro Tim Duncan in the picture. Ooh, I see you, Timmy. Uh, Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan. I think Tim Duncan's the greatest power forward to play the game. So I think this is a fair ranking for him. Let's keep going down. Shaq, number six. I think that's good for Shaq. I feel like Shaq truly had the potential to be the greatest player of all time if he would have learned how to shoot free throws and he had a better work ethic. He obviously had to be a great, have a great work ethic to even make it to the league. So yeah, Larry Bird, Larry Bird at five. I think yeah, I like Larry Bird at five. Magic at four. Yeah, they have to be right next to each other. I don't know who I would take over. I would. I think Larry Bird and Magic about equal in my eye. Kareem at three. Kareem. Kareem at three. Yes, definitely. LeBron at 2 and that means Jordan's at 1. I think I agree with their top 3 definitely, but not in the same order. I think that LeBron's at number 1. Yes, LeBron's the greatest player of all time. I think Jordan's at number 2. Kareem's at number 3. Magic's at number f- Magic and Bird are 4 and 5. I think Shaq's a good six. Timmy is a good seven. I think Hakeem's a good eight. Hakeem's a good eight. Uh, Cole, Kobe's a, a good nine. And who who would I stick in there at ten? Who would I stick in there at ten? I think Kobe's a good 9. Uh, I would say Will's a good 10. Will or, or Bill Russell. Whoever you want is a good 10 there. So that that would be pop- probably, just thinking off the top of my head, my top 10. And yeah, so I hope you enjoyed me reacting to that. I think this guy did okay. I think I could have done better, obviously. Uh, you always think you can do better. I think... He based it way too much off of stats and didn't really consider situation. and ch- I don't think he can consider championships as much. So, yeah, I'll be right back with in the next segment of, of our episode. Hope you enjoy it. And, yeah. Okay, so for this segment of the podcast, I will be talking about who my thoughts are. On an NBA All Star Weekend one on one competition, okay, I think I think this would be great to settle beefs between the players. I think all the players love each other now, but those many beefs between like Giannis and Harden with Giannis saying saying I want someone to pass the ball. Ooh, just the sparks like Giannis saying. Oh, I want someone who's going to pass the ball in the all-star draft. James Harden basically saying Giannis doesn't have any skill. Yeah. So I think it'd be a good thing to happen. I think we'd see names like LeBron James. Actually, I don't think LeBron would take part in stuff like that. He's trying to win a championship. I think Steph Curry would be in it. Uh. I think Kyrie Irving would probably do it. Uh, <clears throat> uh I think I think James Harden would probably do it. I think players like Jason Tatum, Don Mitchell would do it. I'd also like to see some bigs in it like Jokic and and this is a good segue into the next thing. I just wanna talk about briefly. Who is the best one on one player to ever? Play one on one. Now this is different than who the best player of all time is because LeBron is the best player of all time in my in my eyes. He's definitely not the best one on one player. I think he's he's the, the re, part of the reason, part of the thing. One of the things that makes him the best player of all time is his passing. So I don't think he's the best one on one player to ever play the game. I think Derrick Rose is up there. Kobe, I think, honestly, it's, Kobe's up there, NJ's up there, older guys, Adrian Dantley and Alex English, I think we're pretty good at one-on-one, obviously, Jordan, and then other older guys, Larry Bird, I think, uh, Dr. J was probably also okay at one-on-one, um. I think AI with his handles was also good at one-on-one. Then we have our modern people that I talked about before. Steph Curry, uh, Kyrie Irving, those cats. Talked about them before. Uh, James Harden, obviously. I think, for me, it would go down to Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Ooh, Kevin Durant's another person who's up there. So I think, ultimately... Mellow too. Mellow too. I'm just thinking more names as I'm as I'm continuing to think about this uh proposition of a one on one tournament and who obviously who the best one on one player of all time is. I think I'd probably give it to Kobe Bryant. He could literally, 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 literally say that five times, Fabs. Literally, literally, literally <laughs> he could literally do Anything on the basketball court. You say he can handle the ball. Anything besides facilitate. (laughs) Rest in peace, Kobe. Actually, before I I say anything about Kobe, let's give him and the people lost on that planet a quick moment of silence. Like five seconds. Okay, Kobe, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Gianna. Rest in peace, everyone who's on there. Um, I hope the people who are affected feel better, are starting to feel better, although I understand that they're not. I just really hope they can pick up the pieces, as I said before. But Kobe can do literally anything. Uh, post up, besides facilitate, as I already said. Post up, you could post up, shoot a little fade. Post up, bang in the post, dunk on you take it to the basket, dunk on you, take it to the basket, lay it with a fancy layup, catch Nally you shoot the three, shoot the mid-range, cross you up, spot up, take, take you off the dribble. He could literally do everything. So that's the beauty of Kobe Bryant. And then you have other players like Allen Iverson. And I think we also have to consider some big guys he would have been good at one on one tournaments. Just imagine Shaq being in in in, in a game of one on one with like against like uh Allen Iverson or something. Just Shaq catches, checks up the ball, turns his button. Just that would be the most boring game of one on one ever. But I think it's an interesting thing to think about. So I think it comes down to Kobe Bryant, as I already said. Now. The thing about Kobe Bryant is the way he made it look. He made it look like anybody could do it. And obviously basketball is not like that. He he just made it look effortless. And that's the one thing that if I were to take anything away from Kobe, I would take away from it, from his game. I would take away that he just made everything look so, so smooth. Smooth like Kobe. And we're going to take one more break, and I'm going to come back with the with today's hot take and the outro. So since I have school off, all I want to say, since I have school off, um, since I have school off, I will be uploading. I think I'll be able to get one one out a week. Um, And yeah, so see you back with the outro and hot take. See ya. Today's hot take is that Julius Irving would be considered to, by every NBA fan if he were to join the NBA immediately instead of uh, going to the NBA, which he did because there was more money in it for him in the, in the, in the ABA. Sorry, in the ABA. Uh, if he hadn't joined the ABA first, I feel that Julius Irving would be easily looked at as a top 10 player of all time, and here is why. So if we look uh, back... <laughs> His first season in the A- ABA, he averaged 27. Second season, he averaged 31. 27 is one of the greatest rookie seasons literally ever. Now, I know that the the, uh, the competition in the ABA might have not been as good, but still, it was grown grown men. His second se- season, he averaged 31. His third season, he averaged 27, 27, then 29, and then the during the this this is how we know that the NBA is a different league. His first season in the NBA, he jumped down from twenty nine to twenty one points per game. And it, now, I think this is just because the game for him was different, and it was just a different style of play. Not as flashy as the ABA, and I think he had time adjusting to it because his NBA high was twenty six point nine points per game. I think that if he had been in, in the NBA from the beginning, he would have easily been a 30-point scorer in his career. He was one of the greatest leapers of all time. Guys, you know what? Let me just put it to you easily. Like, go look up Julius Irving dunk highlights. And then, if you find the right one, they'll be like this. Julius Irving will be on the fast break. He'll jump up with two defenders and, then, and he'll He's like a rocket. The two defenders start coming down, and he's still soaring up, and he just dunks it on them. And then he also has that cradle dunk from, like, basically a three point line. I think Julius Irving was, like, not like Giannis, but. Giannis, I would say, if I were to give Giannis a com- comparison. I would do uh, him, Julius Irving and Shaquille O'Neal as his comparison. Julius Irving plus Shaquille O'Neal one because of Shaquille O'Neal's dominance, two because of Julius Irving's defense and all that stuff. So if you like, like me to do videos like that where I like look at modern NBA players and give them like hybrids, like where I like, uh, where I compare them to like past players and like combined past play players and stuff would you like would you like me to do that Hit me up on my work uh, on my work email on my podcast email which is in the paint at gmail.com in the paint at gmail.com um, it will also be linked in the description so you guys can go email me any ideas you want to see anything the community wants to see. Anything you think would be fun for me to do? Any ideas you have for uh, for episodes? Whatever. Uh, if this does kick off, and right now I'm gonna tell you to share this. If 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 you like this, I want you to uh, subscribe on whatever or like like it or whatever you, you whatever platform you're listening to it. Like subscribe or like or whatever you you, you do like on Spotify you like follow whatever please do that and share it with any basketball fans heck anybody you know who likes to just sit down and listen to a, to a good have a good conversation and i really hope that my podcast sparks conversations so you can start thinking about other ideas that you can talk about with your friends about basketball so just like that i'm going to swing it to the outro actually before the outro i want to talk about this idea that i had um i'll have to speak to my parents about it first but if this does start to kick off i would like to eventually sometime do a live show here in chapel hill but but i will have to have to start making money off of this before that happens start start getting some revenue from it and uh and stuff like that so this is why i need you guys to support me I think I'll, by the next episode, I'll try to have a way where you guys can donate to this set up. But if it's not, it will be here eventually. And, yeah, so be safe, be clean, be nice to each other. Peace.